For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to recap the NFL Combine, primarily talking about the quarterback position and what could that mean for the Titans as they look to draft a quarterback for the future, a possible backup for Ryan Tannehill right now, but we'll discuss that and there's been some other huge developments in the NFL whenever it comes to the quarterback position. But we'll tell you about that in just a moment. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. It is March, people. The madness has already begun. And you can get in on the action at Bet Online for all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. And at this time, I'd like to welcome in the one and only Denard Walker. Denard, how are you doing, sir? Davey, I'm doing awesome. I woke up this morning and I had a chance to read this little article. And first of all, I don't even want to talk about this article. I just want to say congrats. I want to thank the people, uh, the owners, the Green Bay Packers Incorporation. I want to thank all of these beautiful, nice owners and the chairman, Mark H. Murphy. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for signing Aaron Rodgers that we no longer have to talk about him for the rest of this podcast. Thank you for giving him that generous $200 million deal, $153 million in guaranteed money. Thank you to the owners of Green Bay. And Debbie, i like to start off with this podcast. I told you so. And how are you doing? What did you tell me so? I told you he will not be the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans next season. 
That position belongs to Ryan Tannehill. So, Mr. Well, Ryan I mean, Tannehill, you can sleep at report. peace tonight. No report. report we, we were inquiring about <laughs> services. Unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. He will not be repping the two-tone blue. $153 million guaranteed. That's just a little bit more than, D, what you got paid on your second contract. Hey, I I, can you, can you hear, be here with you. D, can you? I mean, just think about that. Like, even when you were playing, like, that is just ridiculous for the contracts that were even huge during your playing days, man. Like, it's it's insane. I, I also wanted to ask you while I, I have you on this conversation, we just were talking about bet online and gambling in the NFL. It's also another hot topic. You don't have to say names, but please be honest to our listeners. And, and it's just a yes or no question. Did you know of players on your team? or for other teams in the NFL that would bet on or against other NFL teams during their time of playing? No, no. You know that was any... against the rules. No, well, I still it's don't against bet. the rules for Calvin Ridley, yeah. too. That didn't stop him. <laughs> That's why uh, he took a leap of absence. Yeah, it did. yeah so I, I don't know. I was just curious to see if I, I could get you to open up a little bit. Maybe maybe I can get you a, a better answer off here. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to ponder that situation. I, I you're you. a stand-up guy, so I know you didn't do anything, but I'm no. I know you. You know people that probably might have flirted with the rules a little bit there. But anyway, speaking of quarterbacks, the other big news that happened. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, all transparency, so the Aaron Rodgers news is fresh. The news that the AFC is getting another great quarterback, also fresh. Russell Wilson being sent from the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> to the Denver Broncos. That'll be interesting to see. I mean, you want to talk about a group of great quarterbacks. You look at the AFC West where you got Patrick Mahomes, who's been leading that division the last several years. You got Justin Herbert, young gunslinger, Derek Carr. I know he's not, he's going to be viewed as the the fourth best quarterback in that league, but the dude has actually made some strides in his game over the last couple of years. And now you add Russell Wilson to the mix. Oh, wow. AFC just got tougher. So the, the compensation details for, what the Seattle Seahawks are going to be receiving from the Broncos. We're right now looking at two first-round picks, two oh, second-round wow. picks. Wow. Uh, there are also some players going to be involved. Noah Fant, Drew Locke. Shelby Harris. And, yeah, and Shelby Harris. So, And I believe that the Seahawks are going to send a fourth-round pick in addition to Russell Wilson. But, yeah, just big news across the NFL whenever it comes to this. And, D, it just goes to show you that to succeed in this game, you have to have a really good quarterback. Not to mention it's a copycat league because what Broncos general manager did this year, George Patton, is he took a page out of, again, who won the Super Bowl? The Rams. Who is their general manager? Les Snead. And what did he do? He gambled. traded for his quarterback, man. He traded for a quarterback, and that's exactly what they're doing in Denver. They went out and got a quarterback, but again – Look at all of the look at the picks that he gave away just for Russell Wilson. I mean, I love Russell, 33 years old, 10 years in the league, nine Pro Bowls, the all-time winningest uh, quarterback in Seahawk history. But man, I would have thought a deal like that. I thought that would have included Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson. So I was shocked about about that deal. You're definitely putting your future in the hands there. So yes. we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, you got to be able to. Make sure you go out and you win now if you're the Broncos after doing something like that. But it goes to show that they're willing to go all out. And we talk about they have a pretty good roster around uh, the quarterback position. Now they've got that piece that a lot of people say is the the key link to making them be a legit play, not just playoff contender, but a Super Bowl contender. Uh, so we'll have to just definitely monitor that situation as 
that AFC West is just going to be crazy this year. But D, this past week we had the combine, and you know it's one of those things to where you got a lot of guys opting out of certain drills now. They're not participating here. But for what I think the biggest impact the combine has, at least in my mind, and feel free to disagree, but it allows you an opportunity just to be with all these people in the same area. You're able to have these sit-down interviews, and you can get a better feel and understanding for what these players, one, bring to the table from a mental component, but just seeing what their personality is like. Would this guy mesh in their locker room? Um, Whenever you look back on the combine, I mean, what is it that, whenever it probably comes from a quarterback standpoint, you think that these GMs, these coaches are really trying to get out of these prospects? Well, they're looking for the next best thing. You're looking at the face of your franchise. You're looking for the, the really the face of the future of your franchise. I mean, that's really what this league is about. It's a quarterback-driven league. I mean, I was reading an article today uh, by Ken Harrison uh, of SI, and it was it was amazing. It says since the Colts drafted Peyton Manning with the number one pick in 1998, Debo, Quarterbacks have been selected with the first pick in 18 of the last 24 drafts. So that that should tell you what the draft really centers around is that the quarterback position. And again, we know about quarterback play because we, we talk about this all the time. If you draft, again, a quarterback, let's say in the first round and you get it wrong, it could end up setting your franchise back years. I mean, you take a look at um, look at Chicago, what few years back, they drafted Mitchell Trubisky. What was that? The number two pick in the what, 2018? Yeah, they traded yeah. up. Yeah, they, traded up. I, D, I point to an even more, well, not necessarily a more recent example, but one that's more prevalent. You look at the Broncos. Last time they took a quarterback in the first round was Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Now he's playing. He wasn't even one of the top quarterbacks drafted in the USFL this year. So it set them back, and now they've had to go all out on getting Russell. And so... I mean, you you see what can happen there. When it comes to the draft, I got some questions I, I kind of want to get to here in just a second. But last year, there were a total of 10 quarterbacks that were taken in the 2021 NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And that was tied for the fewest quarterbacks that have been selected in a draft since 2015. And back then, we only had seven quarterbacks go off the board. But the 2021 NFL draft was just one of three drafts since 2000, since the year 2000, where 10 or fewer quarterbacks right. were taken. So I think this year you're going to see more quarterbacks drafted. I think you're probably going to see around 12 guys get taken. In the, I, I could see it being around 10 too. This isn't a draft where you definitely have your clear cut, hey, this guy's going to be the number one pick. I don't think you have a quarterback selected in the top three unless you have a guy trade up later on, and that could happen. But right now, uh, the teams at the very top of the draft, not a quarterback needy group. And there's also just no clear-cut favorite of, hey, this guy is definitely the number one quarterback that should be selected off the board. Yeah, this he, draft is going to be, and I, I don't mean to cut you off because you made an interesting point <clears throat> when you're talking about that 2000 draft. And this is this is going to be the first time in a long time that we're not going to see a quarterback drafted in the, with the first three picks. You talk about that 2000 draft, you go back, guess who was the first quarterback selected in that draft? I remember that. He was taken 18th. He was out of Marshall. Oh, it'd be Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Knox, and then Knoxville you go, native. Yeah, Knoxville native. And then you go back, go go to 2013. I mean, again, who who was the first quarterback tri- taken in that draft? Is that E.J. Manuel? E.J. Manuel out of Florida State, Buffalo Bills. 
has again, a terrible quarterback. Yeah, it was a terrible. <laughs> you don't say. So again, I mean, it's looking like that this year. I mean, there's some notable names, but there's no name that really just stands out. There's no Joe Burrow. There's no Kyler Murray. I know you like. I like Kenny Pickett, but again, the, I don't think that. The, he belongs in the same sentence as those quarterbacks. So I agree with you. This is going to be a year where it's not going to be a quarterback taken probably into the later part of the first round. Well, I, I, it's not going to be as bad as 2013 in my mind. I still think you could have three or four quarterbacks drafted in the first round. It's just no one really has an idea of where these guys are going to be slotted. And it's there's just still a lot of intrigue at this point as far as to where uh, GMs kind of fall with some of these guys. Now, the, the Titans, uh, one of the things that we've kind of mentioned is that they're in the position where they need to start looking to the future. We've seen teams that are still willing to use a first-round pick on a guy that they think might be the next guy. Most recent example, Trey Lance with the 49ers. You go back a little bit further, I mean, this is an entire talking point, but what's Jordan Love thinking right now? Um, I mean, they use a first-round pick on him, and yet it, it really is kind of funny how like Aaron Ro- Jordan Love is in the same position Aaron Rodgers was in whenever it was yeah. like Brett Favre being the head guy in Green Bay and then them trying to make that transition to Aaron Rodgers. And unfortunately for Green Bay fans, they hit on two quarterbacks in a row in that regard. But, I mean, Deke, can you see the Titans using the 26th overall pick on a quarterback right now? No, 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 because you you know you have that locked up. So, well, they got the, the Packers know they had it locked up with Aaron Rodgers whenever they ended up drafting. I mean, Jordan Love. It, it, again, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you need some needs at wide receiver. You need a playmaker. So once again, you're talking about the tackle position. You're going to need some help on your offensive line. So at least I want to make sure that I address that issue because what about next year draft class? It might be a pretty strong draft class. You're talking about what's the kid out of Alabama that won the Hosman Trophy? I just want you to say his name for me. I don't have any issue with Bryce Young. I yeah, mean, I know I've talked about how he claims that he's been undervalued and overlooked. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get you started. Even though he's a five-star quarterback. Uh, I know. Okay, let, let, I just wanted to hear Sorry, you go say ahead. that. Go ahead. You can't Sorry, let go it ahead. go. You're like a scorn woman. But again, you know, if I'm Tennessee this year, I, again, I start with, because it looks like Taylor LeJuan might be the odd man out this year. Then you look at the receiver. We're talking about you need a playmaker. You need an explosive playmaker like Cincinnati. You need someone like a Cooper Cup. You're talking about that in that Rams offense. Who do you have other than A.J. Brown? You was inconsistent on the perimeter. That's really, to me, was the cause and the root of the problem for this offense last year. So once again, you think for quarterback, we're thinking in later rounds. Now, there's a name that really jumps off to me, Davey. Uh, it's a guy that I'm very high on at the quarterback position. Uh, and, and I just alluded to earlier, Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. You're talking about a four-year starter at Pitt. I think he's going to be a first-rounder because he's the guy that's really kind of – he's shining. You know, the spotlight has been on him all year. You're talking about a young man that broke Dan Marino's um, uh, touchdowns in a season, 42 touchdowns last year. And then you think about it, the mobility. You're talking about, you know, the accuracy. But, again – when you when you're looking at Tennessee, you're thinking about what you need for the future. You have a 33 year old quarterback, so you know you're going to have to make a move uh, soon. And my guy this year, can I say who I think that they should go with if they draft the quarterback? Yeah, go for it, man. Speak your mind. I like Malik Willis. I oh, think dude. he's underrated. God, no, he, he's not can underrated. He's man? the deal. He's the, he's the real deal, dude. I'm I've been a big Malik Willis fan. Uh, I've talked about him a lot on Fox Sports Knoxville. I just don't see how he's available by the time the Titans end up drafting. I know a lot of people put a, a ton of stock into the Combine. And, D, you mentioned the two guys I actually wanted to kind of get to in that regard. Kenny Pickett was the talk of the Combine because his hands were so small. Right. Eight and a half 
uh, inch hands. And now there has been another great quarterback that had the same size hands, and his name was Michael Vick. Now Pickett, elusive quarterback, he's not Michael Vick elusive, and he doesn't have no. the same arm strength. But that is something that when you look at the fumble rate for quarterbacks and hand size, there's definitely a correlation there. So his stock has definitely dropped since the combine happened. That's, that's been a talk. But because Malik, he got small hands? Yeah. It, it actually, <laughs> I, 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 I kid you not. I, I kid you not. Um, uh, like, uh, uh, how, how big do you think Doug Flutie hands are? I don't. I don't have his size in front of me. I think uh, I think the standard is like nine inches, and so and of course there's all the jokes about hand size and then other oh, sizes in comparison. Dude, that, that, no, I'm not. I'm not taking know, there. I'm just letting you know what they do. But on the other side of the equation, Dadar, not talking about Kenny Pickett because I think he's going to fall a little bit. I still think he probably falls into somewhere in the very late part of the first round. But Malik Willis. I mean, I've seen some teams looking like they're going to be making the move on him. He does remind me of a guy you played played ball with yeah Steve. He, yeah like i've been talking like he looks like steven there i mean he he's does. got the arm strength it's so effortless when he throws the football yeah and i mean he lit it up in the combine you want to talk about his deep passes i mean the guy was able to play for coach hugh freeze at liberty for a couple of years and really started to shine and i mean it's, it's one of those things to where we always kind of look at the guy playing at a smaller school trying to make that transition and you find it sometimes and sometimes you don't i mean we know north dakota state they've had a lot of guys get drafted very early on Lance, at the quarterback Lance. position and even going back to Carson Wentz. So, it, but I, I'm with you, D. If, if Malik Willis was there at 26, I would tell the Titans, just go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what? I can't disagree with you because Dar- Dar- Daniel Jeremiah, who I, I love the way that he commentates and he breaks players down. He said it best that Malik Willis is built like a linebacker, D. He is a prototypical quarterback. He is strong. When you look, when I, that's the one thing that I noticed about Steve McNair. Steve was about 6'2". He was 235 pounds, Davey. But let me tell you something. He was built like a running back. And so when you go up there to try to tackle Steve, it was like hitting a Mack truck. Once again, much like Steve, again, he has all of, he has a lot of similarities. 6'1", 219. But when you think about this, D, is look at his stats. Remember when I talked about stats are misleading? Well, for him, I lied. Because when you look at it, they didn't have a strong offensive line at Liberty. If you see the way that they ran their offense, they tried to get him out of pocket, get him out of the pocket. Most quarterbacks, you want them to stay in the pocket when you do a zone read and go up the field. But when you're inconsistent at line play, you know, you have to kind of build around what you have. But the fact that he was able to score 13 touch, 13 rushing touchdowns, you know what that means? That means that he is a threat by using his feet, and he can hurt you with his arm. 27 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. I'd like to see him cut down on that. But again, Davey, if he's there at 26, I think that that would be a great choice. I can't disagree with you, Debo. It's one of those things, too, to where we know the Titans don't have a second-round pick, and I could see some of these guys slipping to the second. I think that would be a good opportunity to kind of go ahead and like make the move. But unfortunately, we don't have that. And so for some of the guys that might be falling to around the third round where the Titans would be picking at uh, number 90, it would be interesting to see what happens. Now, there was a mock draft, and again, like anyone can have an opinion, yeah. but uh, CBS Sports, uh, Ryan Willis, or Wilson, I believe, he put out that he could see the Titans taking Matt Corral at 26. Corral yeah. got injured in his bowl game, not been able to participate in all these drills and stuff, and so he still kind of got a lot of question marks surrounding him whenever you just kind of look at some of these other quarterbacks in the draft process, because he's not been able to go through the normal procedure that a lot of guys do. Now, 
there were three guys that the Titans apparently met with uh, at the quarterback position in Indy. And we've not mentioned any of these guys, Denard. But uh, these were according to Teron Davenport uh, of ESPN. Teron said that the Titans met with Nevada quarterback Carson Strong. Mm -hmm. met with North Carolina quarterback Sam Howell and Cincinnati quarterback uh, Desmond Ritter. And I I think I talked a little bit about Ritter not too long ago. Ritter actually said he models his game after Ryan Tannehill. You look at a guy who is a very athletic player but can also sling the ball around. He's the prototype for the style of offensive Titans run. Right. Play action to develop some deep shots. And so I could could easily see him coming in and just taking over where Ryan would leave off based off the time of when Ryan's contract eventually ends. But, I mean, it's it's one of those things to where a lot of question marks, and I, like I'm with you, Malik Willis would be my, yeah. they're like, Davey, you get one quarterback out of this draft. Like, I'm taking the chance on Malik Willis just because I think his potential is higher than anyone else's. I don't necessarily think he's the best quarterback at the moment, but I would love to just take a chance. Well, they're a work in progress, all of these quarterbacks. That's what they are. If you look at, was it 2017, Mitchell Trubisky went number two to Chicago. Miles Garrett went first. But then you look at the draft in 2018. Look at the three quarterbacks that went in that draft. Sam Darnold at three. Josh Allen, uh, he went seven to Buffalo. But I'm going to give you a name. Who went number 10 to Arizona? That would have been... The UCLA quarterback, yeah. his name is Josh Rosen. Rosen. Yep. That's the guy that I had being the top dog. Like I thought he was going to be a star because I was a huge Josh Rosen uh, fan, David. You're talking about, look, look at Aaron Rodgers. I mean, coming out of Cal. Very, I'm telling you, they were identical. I mean, Rosen can put the ball in a spot that only his receivers can touch it. I mean, it was just like Aaron Rodgers. I said this guy was going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, and Davey, he's not even in the league. You're talking about 2022. He's not even playing. I don't even know if he's in the NFL. He's not in the NFL no more. But, again, I mean, it's just the development. I mean, you go back. I mean, we're looking at uh, Sam Darnold at three. I mean, where has he been? He's now in Carolina, and I don't think he's going to be there after this year. So, again, you just you just don't know. I mean, it's just when you pick a quarterback – Sometimes you just, it's about how they develop. That's why it's so important that you have, they're going out now and they're getting a lot of these offensive-minded young coaches so they can have these kind of relationships where they can help grow with these players. And that's essential. So again, I, I don't know, you know, again, I can't, I don't think you can go wrong with Malik Willis at 26. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll be there at that point, but if he is, um, you, you definitely have to consider it. I understand we have a current, some other needs at the moment. Uh, some Some big news too. As it relates to the the uh, the deadline for the franchise tag taking place, tight ends have been eaten up with franchise tags so far this year. Mike Gusecki in Miami, David Njoku with Cleveland, and then uh, Dalton Schultz down in your neck of the woods, Denard in Dallas. So you're seeing some of these guys at the tight end position that were about to hit free agency, they're going to be staying with their respective teams. And... That's big because we know the Titans need to do something at the tight end position, so they could be looking to go higher in the draft at that spot than they were initially anticipating just because the market's gotten a lot tougher whenever you look at the guys available. Some guys are going to definitely be getting overpaid, and with the Titans' salary cap situation where it is, as much of a need as that is, I don't think you're going to see John Robinson go ahead and make a move and overpay somebody there when we're still waiting on the news with Harold Landry. 
uh, because I know the Titans want to re-sign him to a long-term deal. Got a couple of days before they need to make something happen or else he will be hitting the open market. They'll find a way to maneuver. That's just when you get those hot contracts again, they're probably two to three years guaranteed. But what you try to, they're going to go back regardless of what it, whatever they put in the contract and they're going to restructure it so you can fit underneath, so you can fit under the cap. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Going back to quarterbacks real quick, Denard, it's one of those things to where I'm not a fan of drafting a quarterback in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round. I mean, the odds of hitting on a guy there versus actually going and trying to get somebody that could immediately help your roster, especially on special teams or something of that nature, I view it as being in a more important situation, especially for a team trying to win now. And I look at New England didn't do too bad. Can you give me another example outside of New England? The Jets. This past year, didn't Zach Wilson get hurt? Who stepped in for him? Mike White played one great game. Come on, now don't hey stop hating on the Jets. He played great. He didn't just play one great game. game. Yes, he did. Go look at the stats. Got my heart rate up. up. Look it up. But did they win? Uh, they won the one game. Yeah, there you go. They beat the team. The Titans couldn't. How about that? Um, and the Bengals. Let's see here. Uh, Bailey Zapp, I think, is a guy that might be there in the fourth. Western Kentucky. Yep. Western Kentucky. Uh, he played at what? Was it Houston Baptist before he transferred up there? <laughs> Stop K. Western Kentucky as far as I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, he played there under Tyson Heldon, who used to be the uh, USC coordinator and then yeah. was a coordinator for the Vols before taking the head coaching job at or, or with the Hilltoppers. Nevada. And then, yeah, well, I mean, the Titans met with him. I, I see him going higher than third I, I can see him like i think the saints are going to try to get him in the first or the second round if he's available i've, I've seen a lot of tie-ins there um, but you know what you know what i'm noticing though it's a lot of the players out of small schools you're talking about caleb ellaby out of western michigan dustin crom kent state i mean you got a lot of young players you know i mean it's it, this is a this is going to be a crazy draft when you think about who's going to be selected especially the first quarterback i still got I, I don't. For some reason, I I think um, Kenny Pickett's going to be the first quarterback taken off the board. But again, totally after fair. that, along Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis, I mean, it's going to be up for grabs. Well, I mean, there's just a lot of quarterback needy teams. So even if yeah. they're probably not the best player at the at that spot, you're going to see some GMs stretch and make that move when they probably shouldn't. Uh, I I could see like I mean, it'd be interesting to see Kenny Pickett go to Pittsburgh. Just because, I mean, he's already there. It's like you, you kind of fall, like the Pennsylvania people fall in love with the college players. And it's like, oh, you got a chance to go play for my pro team as well. And, I mean, he's a great quarterback. I watched him roast my team this past year. Uh, Peyton Manning talked him to coming back to college, and it, that decision paid off. He's going to be drafted and be able to make a lot more money had he, than had he gone pro last year. So what do you do with that, Dwayne Haskins if he goes to Pittsburgh? Haskins hasn't proven enough that he's – Warranted like no competition. Like I mean, he's, really? Yeah, he's, he's 2019, not, the 15th pick in the 2019 draft. He still wouldn't just listen. We're gonna keep I'm, him around. No, I'm like I, he could be a backup, but I mean, like, would you run the run the cards on trying to get Josh Rosen back into the picture? I mean, like Haskins is like reaching that that point. What about um, Mason Rudolph? That's the thing. Like I mean, we've seen these guys play, and they've not proven they can do anything to warrant being QB number one. And that's the thing. There's there's 32 quarterbacks that start on a given Sunday. Only 16 of them are winners. And so we know who kind of have already separated themselves and who hasn't. And whenever you look at the quarterbacks that the Steelers are currently working with, they don't have anybody that they can feel like they can build a franchise around. 
I agree. I mean, this is not like last year's draft. You, there's no Trevor Lawrence at number one. There's no Zach Wilson at two. There's no Trey Lance at three. And there's no Justin Fields at 11. So <laughs> this is going to be an interesting draft, especially from the play of the quarterback. Dia, I'll ask you this question because I know we're kind of getting up against it. But okay. for the 2022 NFL draft, do the Tennessee Titans use a pick on a quarterback? Interesting. Logan Woodside, what's his status? He's still on the team. So I mean, if he's still on the team, do you think that you really need to go out and find a quarterback this year? Or do you wait until next year's draft and say, okay, let's go ahead and address this need? It depends on what the general manager, what he decides to do. I, I just think as far as this team is concerned, they need a playmaker at the wide receiver. You still need play from your tight ends. I mean, look at the inconsistent play down the stretch from the tight end position. Not to mention you have two tight ends that were banged up. So once again, it, it comes down to John Robinson. David, you might end up getting a player, let's say in the fifth or sixth round, maybe like Jack Cohn out of Notre Dame. I'm high on him. I think he's a stud. I think he's underrated, 6'3", 218. He might be the next Tom Brady. He might be the next Davis Mills. You never know. You don't know how quarterbacks are going to develop in this league. Look you, at Sam Darnold. You don't, but I mean, Jack Cohn, his – his athleticism isn't what this offense is looking for. You don't need athleticism. You just need accuracy. You need to be able to not turn the football over. Matthew Stafford is not the most athletic quarterback in the world, but he has the ability to put the ball in place, right? He does, but with what the Titans are looking for. Your job do. as a quarterback, you have one position. You are the point guard on the team. Your ball is to distribute the ball to the playmakers. We don't need Ron to run all the time. You don't need Matthew Stafford to run to win the Super Bowl. So once again, what are you looking for in a quarterback? I want a guy that's able to extend the play if he needs to. Um, I, Malik Willis he, can do that. Oh, I'm not. Trust me, D. You're not going to get any arguments on me uh, when it comes to Malik Willis. There are some aspects of his game he needs to work on, but like you said, that's every quarterback in this class. My, my thing, though, with with like some of these guys is we don't understand. We don't really know what that offensive line is going to look like. They were able to get to defensive lines were able to get to Ryan Tannehill too many times. He was he was on his back getting sacked way more than he should have been this year. And so if we have those same inconsistencies on the offensive line uh, moving forward, we know if your starting quarterback goes down, you got to have somebody that can step in right away and play. And Logan Woodside might be a good guy to have in the locker room, might be a good practice squad player. But from, from what we've seen, he's not a guy that's got the ability to take this team in on a given Sunday and just consistently win. And so the Titans need to go out and get somebody. I don't think they use a first-round pick on a quarterback this year, but I think if one of those guys that they've met with Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, Sam Howe are still there at number 90. I could very easily see the Titans making a move there. And so we look at this quarterback class. It's going to be one that, like every year, we're like, oh, I can't wait to see how this one pans out because there are a ton of questions, even more so than last year, where we know we could have four go in the first round. We could have two go in the first round. There's really just a lot of uncertainty with that position. But, D, I, I really have nothing for you right now as to who the Titans are targeting with that 26th overall pick but i can't wait to see what happens uh, thursday april 28th is going to be a lot of fun for denard walker i'm davy hudson you've been listening to believe in titans presented by bet online on the belief podcast network and as always tighten up thank you for tuning in to another edition of believe in titans on the belief podcast network if you enjoy the show please subscribe and rate us on itunes we are available on all your favorite directories itunes spotify google play stitcher luminary and tune in and you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, 
If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.